Welcome, everyone, to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David, and this is Morning Prayer for Monday, January 22nd, the year of our Lord, 2024, the season of Epiphany. The prophet writes, From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey, where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who have been so generous in your giving. Your continued support's helping this ministry reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this morning. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient, you'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 12 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant each of you absolution remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. The Invitatory, O Lord, open our lips, and your part, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our morning canticle, the Venite on page 14. In unison, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Our Psalms for this morning, Psalms 56 and 57, beginning on page 339 of your Book of Common Prayer. Our seasonal antiphon, the Lord has shown forth his glory. And the people say, O come, let us adore him. Psalm 56. Be merciful to me, O God, for my adversaries are treading me down. They are daily fighting and troubling me. My enemies go about hounding me daily, for there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Nevertheless, though I am sometimes afraid, yet I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust and fear not, for what can flesh do to me? They daily distort my words. All that they imagine is to do me evil. 
They all gather together and lie in wait and mark my steps while they seek after my life. Shall they escape despite their wickedness? O God, in your displeasure, cast them down. You record my lamentation, put my tears into your bottle. Are not these things noted in your book? Whenever I call upon you, then shall my enemies be put to flight. This I know, for God is on my side. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise. In God, have I put my trust? I will not be afraid, for what can mortals do to me? Unto you, O God, will I pay my vows. Unto you will I give thanks. For you have delivered my soul from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. The Lord has shown forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Psalm 57. Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. And under the shadow of your wings shall be my refuge, until this tribulation is past. I will call unto the Most High God, even unto the God who shall fulfill his purpose for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. He shall confound those who trample on me. God shall send forth his mercy and truth. My soul is among lions that devour the people. Their teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongues are sharp sword. Exalt yourself, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They've laid a net for my feet and brought down my soul. They dug a pit before me, but have fallen into the midst of it themselves. My heart is firmly fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lute and harp. I myself will awaken the dawn. I will give thanks unto you, O Lord, among the peoples, and I will sing praises unto you among the nations. For the greatness of your mercy reaches unto the heavens, and your truth unto the clouds. Exalt yourself, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. And the glory of Patri, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, Genesis chapter 22. Genesis 22, verse 1. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. He said, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son, and he took in his hand the fire and the knife, so they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamp for a burnt, lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went both of them together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy 
or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place, The Lord Will Provide, as it is said to this day. On the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham lived at Beersheba. Now after these things it was told to Abraham, Behold, Milcah also has borne children to your brother Nahor, Uz his firstborn, Buz his brother, Kemuel the father of Aram, Chesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlath, and Bethuel. Bethuel fathered Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abram's brother, Abraham's brother. Moreover, his concubine, whose name was Rumah, bore Teba, Geham, Tehash, and Maacah. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us respond to the lesson now in the words of the Tadeum Laudamus on page 17. In unison, we praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and the seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You were seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Our second lesson, the Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John chapter 11, beginning at verse 1. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of the world. 
But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought he meant taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there so that you may believe. But let us go to him. So Thomas, called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. The Benedictus on page 19. Together, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, 
holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this morning's lessons. But return and join me as we lift our voices together and profess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 20. Together, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. In unison, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our morning suffrages, O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Page 602, our collect of the day from the third Sunday of Epiphany. Give grace, O Lord, to answer readily the call of our Savior Jesus Christ, and proclaim to all people the good news of his salvation, that we in the whole world may perceive the glory of his marvelous works who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. And at the bottom of page 22, this collect for the renewal of life on this Monday morning. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, 
drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom. The first on behalf of the Church of Jesus Christ and its leaders. Secondly, we want to remember our government leaders. And last, we want to lift up our neighbor, our fellow man, as we hold up our prayer list unto the Lord. I'll use these three prayers on page 24 to frame our intercessions. I invite you to join with me. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, we pray to send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge your life-giving spirit of grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. We pray today for all of those that you've called to shepherd your people as apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers. We ask, O oh God, that you'd help these to be faithful ministers of your word and your sacraments as they walk before your people as godly examples of the faith. We pray for Foley, our Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, along with Mark, our Bishop here in the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes, and Alan, our Suffragan Bishop-elect. Take this time to lift up your Archbishop or your Bishop, and remember your Pastor or your Rector. Be sure and hold up your church or your mission work before the Lord. I hold up Crossroads Anglican in the Abbey. If you're joining us from another denomination, lift up your denomination and its leaders. Father, forgive us our sad divisions. Make us one. Help us to love one another as Christ has loved us and help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be that shining city on a hill which cannot be hidden as we manifest to the world that we're Christ's disciples with the great love we have one for another. Build your church, mighty God, and let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the chief apostle and high priest of our confession, Amen. Now let's hold up our government leaders. O oh God, you've made of one blood all the peoples of the earth. You've sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. We pray today for all of those that you've called to govern, asking that you'd lift up the humble and those who do what is right according to their oath of office, but to resist the proud and the self-serving, rebuking the wicked openly so that all may learn to fear you and learn that all power, all authority comes from you. We pray for Joe, our president, Kamala, our vice president, all the president's cabinet. We lift up Mike, our speaker, Chuck, our Senate leader, and all of our elected officials in the House and in the Senate. We pray for John, our Chief Justice, and all the members of the Supreme Court and all the courts throughout the land. We pray for Gretchen, our governor here in the state of Michigan, along with Gary, our township supervisor, 
And I invite each of you to lift up the governor of your state and lift up your local leader. Father, give all these that we've elected and those that they've appointed wisdom and strength to know and do your will. And since your word declares that righteousness exalts a nation, we ask that you'd help each of us to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with you, that you might visit our nation with your blessing and not in judgment. These things we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Finally, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those that do not know you to the knowledge and the love of you. We pray today for all of those that are suffering under war, under terrorism, under natural disasters, at the hand of the violent criminal, especially the human traffickers. We pray for your church that is being persecuted throughout the world. We lift up the families of the martyrs, along with all those who are nursing or have lost loved ones. Lord, have mercy. We pray for those suffering in their minds, in their bodies, under personal welfare or material circumstances. We lift up those who find themselves under mortal dangers, all of our prisoners and captives, all of our men and women in the military and law enforcement communities all of our first responders and our healthcare workers. These that protect us, O Lord, we ask you to protect them. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you'd stretch forth your mighty hand to heal, to deliver, or provide for all of those who are calling upon your mighty name. It's the only name given under heaven whereby men shall be saved. And all these things we ask for the honor of your great name. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord. But return and join with me at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 25. Together, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you've made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your measurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. We pray you give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. 
through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you, and you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Morning Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer ministry of Crossroads Anglican in South Lyon, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsabbey.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links that will help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.